0: Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Goward, and with me today we have Kyle McIntyre. And we have a special guest in the house. You know him, you love him. We got Mr. Johnny Ray, Mr. Johnny Two Guns in the house. Oh, hi. Hey.
1: Hey, Johnny. Hey, you're, you're so casual now. Could you oh, like- I'm, I'm <laughs> sipping on my champagne here. We do, we have champagne here. Let me get you some caviar and a cigar or something. <laughs> yeah, well, now that they've uh, put some regulations on the Caspian Sea caviar might be easier to get (laughs) (laughs) was that a joke (laughs) no actually no i've never had caviar so i'm worldly yeah 90 of the world's caviar comes from sturgeon from the caspian sea
2: i know that i've I've seen uh goldeneye i know what's up (laughs) i played the game that game is the best the best
1: (laughs) seriously one of like I, i don't know top five games ever yeah, Golden Eye. I on do the do, do the cheats
0: to where you like get the two AKs and just like <laughs> or two rocket launchers. And it's all about being,
1: It's all about picking Boris. And then using your two index fingers to strafe left and right constantly, so, people so yeah, so people can't hit you until they figure out just shoot straight, <laughs> yeah, and, and he'll run, run into, into your bull- bullets. Yeah. I used to I used to just pwn bitches back in you know the '90s or whatever it came out. <laughs> Man, we
2: need to get we need to get N64 in here. I have N64. Throw it up, throw it up on the. You gotta get a Golden Eye yeah. cartridge. We could do it.
1: Four player. tournaments. eBay.
2: Find that shit. EBay. No, we
1: don't. I have one. Oh, it's there in, we go. It's in my attic.
2: There we go. Powers combined. All right, we'll mm-hmm. make that happen. Captain Planet. <laughs> we'll have to do a
0: live uh, stream. <laughs> we'll oh, <on> be... <laughs>
1: we still doing introductions? Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Let's do the
0: let's, let's do the what's new because this is a what's in the future for the Golden Eye competition. <laughs> Kyle, what's new in your world? What's shaking, what's grooving? Um, I've uh, I've got a plan uh, a trip planned
2: for uh Pacific Northwest, which oh, is kind of
0: cool. See some some of the sites up there yeah
2: i've been there before been a couple times Um gonna go to portland seattle hang out for a couple of days
0: well if there's any, any people that want to hit you up when are you going up there uh you say hi maybe no i
2: kind of want to be secret Brian. Okay. no uh, october <laughs> 10th through the 20th sweet that's so quite a quite a good run so get a break from work get a re- break from the podcast yeah finally Finally, fuck. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> how you're gonna fill my shoes, but yeah, you. I'll come co-host. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, so, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of whole lot worked out, so it's just gonna be like, oh yeah, just, today we're doing this. Just get up there and just. Hell go. yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I recently got a, a shipment from Leon mm-hmm. Pelican Noise Works. Shout out. Yeah, huge <laughs> shout out. He shout sent me out. a. Uh, So this is actually for the uh, Flip and Flippers uh, Box of Love. Yep. So I've been uh, jamming on this Spectre from uh, Chase Bliss that he sent me. It's pretty interesting. I'm not, uh, like, hugely versed in flanges, Flanges, flangers, but... He sent you a hell of a flanger then. Yeah. (laughs) I might work my (laughs) way through, like, what did I just do? I'm in a different zone all of a sudden, you know?
1: Where am I, Yeah? <laughs> yeah, who we went from? Hey, Kyle. Do you play pedals now? Sure, do, buddy. Well here you go. Yeah. Here's the big leagues. I just it's got like yeah. the pro flanger. Yeah. I just got an MXR flanger yeah. or a phaser. <laughs> <laughs> well here,
0: here's a flanger to go with it.
1: Here's a flanger with ten million options.
0: Yeah, you basically just throw up. Blow my mind. Yeah, so I'm
2: I'm working my working my way through it. So I, I'm not really sure. I hit a switch. I'm like, what did I just do? I'm going back to the other one, the other setting. I'm gonna hang around in this zone. I, <laughs> I I don't know what zero does. I mean, I don't know what that really means. Uh, maybe Johnny can explain it to me later on after the show.
0: I need some pedal splaining
1: Yeah, pedal splain me
2: please. Mm-hmm.
0: You got some explaining to do. He also sent Mostly. me like a shirt
2: and a mug, so I'm pretty stoked on those there you go. too. Nice. I'm going to wear the shit out of that mug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wore the shit out of the it. The shit out of
2: it. Um and then recently I uh I think last last week I talked about getting a Morley pedal. Yeah, you got your your haul. So I got I got a bunch of like just broken pedals. And yeah. I actually got one I got two of them working. So I got this Morley pedal working. Yeah. And it's really strange. It's a it's called a t- attack control. Yeah. So it, it ha- it's a volume pedal when, when it's deactivated and then it's a swell when it's activated. So it I've soldered some things. There was a capacitor in there that wasn't even soldered to the board. So it wasn't like one some of the effects weren't or not the effect, the sweet the actual swell wasn't working. So I soldered that on and wonder, like, this thing's been like it's from the seventies. Yeah. And it survived this long without going to the trash. How has it survived this long not working? Yeah. It and may have been it, just it, broken like in the last ten years or something. Yeah, and it's huge. Yeah. So somebody must have been like,
0: Oh yeah, you know
2: <laughs> I'll fix it one day. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's missing uh, a jewel. There's actually a jewel light yeah. on it too to let you know when it's on, and I got to find one of those. So we'll see. I think I'm going to sell this pedal. I don't think I'm going to use it. I think I'm going to try and get rid of it. A bit. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That way. Uh, when you're first. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Pedals so to there sell. you go. Ooh. We'll see. <laughs> you know, and I saw some on reverb go for, you know, quite a bit. I'm like, oh, we'll see. If someone was like, oh, that's the pedal I'm looking for. And I don't care that it's like kind of trash and doesn't have a tread, yeah, an actual all, all rubber tread up, yeah. on it.
1: What is Like a couple hundred bucks?
2: Yeah. It was like, it was a hundred. Oh, so. Okay. It was a hundred bucks the one that sold on reverb. And I'm like, maybe I could just get like eighty bucks for it or seventy five. I mean it's not like it's in it's just a swell. I mean, it's not it's yeah. just a volume swell.
1: It's like a boss slow gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So
2: it's nothing crazy. It's just
0: like a have big thing. Have you ever ad. seen
1: have you ever seen what the slow gears go for? No. Four or five hundred bucks. Oh god, yeah. Shit like starting stupid. there then. But they kind of like yeah.
0: a a shit pedal, anyway. They're kind of or like effect that you're like.
1: Yeah, they're hard to use. I, I've got a clone of one, and it's just um, you got. Uh, there's a sweet spot, and and you have to know what time you want for the song you're playing. I mean, oh. I would never play one live because they're they're not reliable in that regard. But you could you could use one in the studio and just have your swells. Yeah.
0: And then they're kind of just like, oh yeah, you know, four or five hundred bucks, and people are like. Look, at, yeah, I'll give it a shot and like, whoa, this is garbage. It's <laughs> yes. cool. I mean, it's made in LA
2: Pedal. Yeah. That's what I like about the Morley's. It's like it has mm-hmm. like a logo on it like uh has official like LA seal on it. Like this was this is this meets Los Angeles Electronic Standards. Yeah, no, that's cool. Like, and that's
1: like the is that the Ray era? Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff's pretty cool. So, we'll see. I have a few. We'll yeah. see
2: maybe Johnny will buy it from yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Top dollar. Uh, 120. Top dollar. You know what? 150. Yeah, yeah okay. Cuz you're you. All
0: right. Yeah.
1: I got me a double. That's, day all old, for, that's baby.
2: new for me. I mean, I
0: guess that's All right, uh, Johnny, uh, we'll, we'll go into some more things in depth, but uh, what's new in your world? What's shaking? What's what's good? It's been, uh, it's
1: been
0: a couple <clears> of <throat> few months now. Yeah, start from the beginning.
1: No. <laughs> in 1981. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was like January, I think, last time I was here. Yeah, something like <clears throat> that. So the studio project that uh, Tim and I were doing has become a band. Nice. It's called Modern Love. Mm-hmm. And uh, you guys came out the other day, which is cool, to a session. It's pretty unorthodox the way we're recording, and uh, I, we'll, we'll probably talk about it more. Yeah. And uh, so, I bought some bases to- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because uh, why not? Yeah, I, my my deal was because it's a studio band, and it's uh, we're just we're we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants every session. I'm bringing a different bass every time.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: and after a bunch of <laughs> sessions, I start running out of bases, and I also have kind of a a personal rule about if I'm going to buy a base cuz I kind of have a bunch now, uh it's got to be as old or older than me. So I've gotten a few recent uh like 70s bases and uh and I still buy pedals all the time. Yeah. You know, it Wait, seems to be almost once a week.
0: Um that kind of goes into my what's new. Kyle and I we uh, went to um, Earthling Studios mm-hmm. and saw you guys uh, kind of like your your whole like pers- like like how you like approach a song. It's like you guys kind of all get together in a room. One of the guys shows you um, like maybe a, like a riff or some ideas and kind of where the song is going to go. And you guys basically are learning it right then on the fly. You yeah. have your uh, mic you know, DI on your bass amp and DI for your bass, and everybody's kind of like, you're set up to record, and it's kind of like, okay, let's kind of, you know, get, like, everybody on um headphones and kind of just jam it out until we go. It's like, okay, we're ready for it now. Let's uh push record, and you just jam it out, like, maybe, like, several times so you get comfortable with it and be like, okay, that was a good one. Let's, uh, go hear it. So um you brought, I, I guess I'm unfamiliar. with What kind of bass did you bring? You brought, like, one with, like...
1: It's a Kramer. That's what it so, was. So it's one of those like 70s. Kramer had these aluminum neck guitars and basses that they would do. Yeah. Sorry, I'm pouring the last of the champagne get it. into my yeah, glass get here. It. It's so that it didn't roll out of the refrigerator and smash my foot like the other bottle. There you go. The uh, <laughs> <laughs> So the uh, it's a Kramer, aluminum neck. I think that it's a 450- B and somebody could correct me on that, but it's got the. It originally came with the P style pickup, Demarzio. So those, so it might be a DMZ something or other mm-hmm. because the Kramer models when they put the Demarzios in there, they call them DMZ such and such. Yeah. So it might be a DMZ four thousand. I don't know, but <clears throat> installed in like a bridge position is a is a period correct. So an old school Demarzio jazz. Pickup and then added knob for volume for that pickup and then a three way selector. So it makes it like a DMZ 4 or 5000. Anyway, it's aluminum neck. It sounds, it cuts. It's yeah, punchy, it, was... it cuts, and it has some D. De- I put. Well, I didn't put them on; they were already on some fresh DR Black Beauty roundwounds. Yeah, yeah. Because Kyle, you know, talks so much shit about my (laughs) flatwounds.
0: I'm glad I'm a big (laughs) influence on you. Yeah, no, it was it was a really cool cool sound. So, yeah, Um, yeah, no, it was really
1: cool bass. And what uh, what year was that one? Did you say? Oh, I I haven't. Sorry, I haven't run the serial number yet, so I don't know what year, but it's probably late seventies, early eighties. I would say it's probably no, no younger than 81. Yeah. I hope, because that's when I was born. And yeah, and that, that's if your it's, rule, yeah. That's my rule.
2: <laughs> Just give it to me if it, if it doesn't. I'm going to have to. Okay? Yeah.
1: I have two brothers born before born after me, so I could give it to them first. But neither no. of them play. So Yeah, that doesn't,
0: it doesn't work like that. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's, I, I, would, I would hazard a guess that it's probably 79, 80, 81, somewhere in there.
0: Yeah, it was really cool, and we
1: noticed that it, like, it had,
0: like, an XLR output. Like, we oh, can plug, like, yeah. I'm like, what is it, just go straight to DI from
1: there? I haven't tested that yet. That's my next That's my next test. You're it's... like,
0: we're not going to test it out at the studio. No, <laughs> like, no. I'll, break I'll try something. later.
1: Yeah, well, I, fuck, I already <laughs> broke stuff before the last session, like a dummy. But anyway, so, yeah, it has a... Whoever modified it, and it's a pro job. You guys saw it. Yeah, it, it looked looks like it was like it yeah. Looks it looks like is, it came factory, that way. Like, yeah, factory with it. <laughs> the... And that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's got. I mean, the routing on the J pickup is is gorgeous. The I mean, you don't hear any noise in the, in in the switching or anything. It, it's great. And then there's an XLR out, and it looks like it's supposed to be there. And I've never seen one on a base. And so, what yeah, the fuck is somebody? A... They're like, hey. Base usually goes DI, right? Let's just DI the DI. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) random. Let's just DI, right?
2: Yeah. Put an XLR. I mean. It's Let's kind show of the sound engineer. You mean business?
0: Yeah, it kind of.
1: <laughs> fuck yeah! Hey, fuck you, Casbah. Yeah. Di my bass. So I have D-I-ed. two cables hanging out of my yeah. bass. Di my bass direct. Oh, bitch. you'd be like,
0: yeah, like Billy Sheehan, <laughs> <laughs> but with like
1: that di yeah.
0: plus your amp. Oh man,
1: I like this. Dude, can I, get a, Billy can I get a part Sheehan's? of your snake there, yeah.
0: dude? Can I just get a?
1: Yeah. a... <laughs> 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 there, uh
0: <laughs> yeah, because he's got the like the sub or more like the neck pickup plus like the pickup? Oh yeah, like those
1: Billy Sheehan's, they're really expensive But he made one um, It didn't have the Billy Sheehan name on it yet But it was a similar Yamaha That's a lower model Cheaper You can find them for around 500 600 It's on my short list Well, it's on my to medium watch. my medium list Yeah. Wait, <laughs> how many
2: lists do you have? <laughs>
1: Dude, I have lists upon lists upon lists.
2: I got lists of lists, dude. I mean, what, you want my short list
1: for pedals, my short list for basses, yeah. my short list for amps, and then I've got the medium list and the long list? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fucking list maker, bitch. <laughs> just wait around. You'll be on a list. That's Santa, right. You, yes. you are
0: on a list. I just Santa Santa want to tell Claus you what. ain't got shit on me, bitch. <laughs> I won't tell you what. I'm checking that shit twice.
1: I'll tell Thrice. you what.
0: What? Well, okay, so we got a couple of new basses. Um... I guess that will like uh, kind of go like what's about some pedals? What's some new uh, pedals that are in your arsenal? Or I guess let's go into uh, kind of what you brought to the Modern Love session, the past one.
1: Oh you, yeah, you, brought,
0: you actually had brought a board this time because you said last time you kind of were.
1: Yeah, I was one of those. on the floor, right? I was one of those dickheads that That's did the true. floor, dude. It's in the studio, so yeah. you know <laughs> it's, like, different. It's, it's different. It's totally different. It's like, I, I also wore no never... shoes
0: then, and then I was like showing yeah. up in basketball I have shorts. How my dreads <laughs> going? But you know what? I haven't shown up
1: in basketball shorts. There you go. I've worn <laughs> pants and a, and a respectable shirt. Oh no, I wore a. <laughs> I wore one of those like sleeveless cut shirts one time. <laughs> my titties were all hanging out. <laughs> My my dad bod was on display, dude. I'm gonna be 37 in two weeks. I've totally have a dad bod. Yeah, you your dad bod. Fuck off, everybody. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, I was on on the floor, guy. I was running my, so I talked just now. I said I broke something before I went. I have a um, Tronographic Rusty Box, which is uh, Tronographic is a brand. Rusty Box is a pedal. It's based on the trainer. TS50B. I hope I got that right. Anyway, it's the shellac bass tone. Steve Albini, that whole '90s kind of um, gnarly, noisy Jesus Lizard shellac. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure Albini did a Nirvana record, uh, so it's got that kind of tone. And this guy built the Rusty Box around that amp. And Trainer's a Canadian. It's like a
0: preamp drive,
1: right? Right. Yeah, the box is a preamp. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got a uh, you know, a line level out and then just a regular instrument out. What's the voltage on that? Wasn't it Oh yeah, it's stupid. It's like eighteen or something? No, or... thirty volts. Oh my God. Thirty <laughs> volts and you like okay, so you can
2: start a car with twelve, so Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's got its own proprietary power, which is kind of a bummer and which is what I've heard people complain about. Like Juan Alderetti. You know, the pedals and effects, Mars Volta yeah, yeah, bass player. Yeah. He complained about. He said he loves it, but he complained about the power because it's 100 milliamps in the little wall wart transformer. Yeah, 30 volts.
0: Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. It's got to be something with like the headroom on it or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we opened it up because see, okay, so what happened was when I was building, I was building a board. I took a half day at work on Monday, or Tuesday, and I drove to Mexico, to the Guitar Center at the border, not in Mexico, I was on the U.S. side, but there's a yeah, Guitar yeah. Center at the border, and I picked up a Nano Plus, just because I was there. And it's because I was like, oh, I'm putting my pedals on the on the floor, I feel like a dick, and there was a little bit of a voice in the back of my head going... Kyle and Brian are coming today. <laughs> They're going to talk so much shit. If my pedals are on the fucking floor back bet, in the bass room, I <laughs> better just fucking just do it. I just, you know what? I'm just going to throw 75 bucks at retail price for a Nano Plus at the Mexico Guitar Center.
2: You're welcome, Pedal Train.
1: You're welcome, yeah. Pedal Train. Yeah. Yeah. Full price. Yeah. I might return it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after or this episode. I might go, I might buy one from Eric and then return it yeah. you know and they just get the you know, anyway so uh <clears throat> when i was putting it together i went well there's extra space so i was running the rusty box was my main base into rusty box into the amp which was which is a pv mark 4 and then that's running into you guys remember was it a gk or a
0: i think it was a gk i think it's a
1: gk 410 yeah i don't really know it's not my cab uh but it's there, and I, yeah, you saw the good. space. Yeah. You saw the little bass closet. I didn't yeah. want to bring my son 610 because I, there wouldn't be enough space. And the He's got, like, he must have done, the, Mike Camus, who owns Earthling, he must have done the science on the acoustics in the room because how he's got the mic, it's always sitting right there. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to mess with that because we've consistently got great bass tone. So I just leave it well yeah. enough alone. PV, it's... um. Whatever bass I brought that day, which is different every session. <laughs> you got to get a new bass coming up, right? No, I still have some I haven't used. All right. You can borrow one of mine, too. I have a Squire sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a 99, well, though, so... I've got a 79 Rick that I haven't used yet. <laughs> oh. So, you know, may as well throw that in the mix. It's my most expensive bass that's the least played, which is dumb. So, I started adding after the the Rusty Box. I started... Going, okay, well, that's good, but I'm getting bored because I like lots of toys. I added the Fairfield Circuitry. What's that compressor? Accountant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, if I was to endorse any pedal, I would endorse that pedal. Yeah. The Fairfield Circuitry Accountant is a brilliant, tiny, micro box compressor. Yeah. It's, it's great. I think... Yeah, I tried it on, like, on guitar. It. Yeah, yeah, it's really
0: cool.
1: It's got so many options in a little box. It's got the one, you know, like gain knob, and then it's got the the pad switch, which is three way, and then the
0: ratio and stuff. the
1: ratio, three yeah. different selections on the ratio.
0: Yeah, it's great because it doesn't sound like I don't know. It's not too squashy or anything. It's like it's kind of what you want out of a compressor. It's like you want to. Um, you know you don't want to like hear that it's there but you want to feel that it's there it's like that's what i'm like with some compressors it's like you i like the effect of like sometimes like the sp or like the mxr compressors where they're super squashy and like oh you know country players and shit like that would use them but it's like it's not always a usable effect it's not an always on effect i guess
1: yeah well actually but
0: for the accountant that one's like an always on like okay like that's part that can be like blended with the sound and that's what's cool on guitar and it's like for you on bass too I'm like oh if it works for yeah. both
1: yeah that accountant um, so for years I used the uh, so uh, so a confession here I I guess I'm like a super fan of Juan Alderetti so Facebook says because I'm always liking his posts he's <laughs> it, like who's this Johnny Ray guy do you know that Facebook gives you a badge if you become a, uh, a very frequent fan <laughs> did you know that no yeah I got a badge from Facebook for being a Juan Alderetti super fan <laughs> god damn it hey, I declined it just out of you know, for integrity's sake. Was there like yeah. a whole ceremony and stuff? Like yeah, on up. the yeah, fireworks and yeah. gold stars and you show up and present it. To yeah, yep. Yeah. The uh, yeah, and but no, it's a real thing. If you like one particular person's posts mm. enough, which I probably like every single one he posts. Uh, they give you a badge as, a, and it's a super fan badge. <laughs> fuck that! I declined it. <laughs> like fuck like you. Well, no. you, I need, and, Don't call me out. I need Facebook. less time on <laughs> yeah. Facebook. Sorry, I, guys. I sit at a computer all all day uh, at work. I, I declined it out of um, principle. Fuck this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> self respect. Yeah. Well, yeah, probably self respect. <laughs> yeah, my I got an any wiener now, <laughs> <laughs> or a boner for him. <laughs> So, so I guess that, yeah, he, he loves that Boss CS2 compressor, yeah. the Japanese one from uh-huh. the eighties. So I was using that forever and I bought the accountant cause it was smaller and I was doing a bluesy rock and roll band. And so I, I had only a li- limited amount of space cause of the stages we were on and the compressor blew it off my board, the accountant. Yeah. And, uh, so, so that thing, but you're saying it's transparent. It doesn't have to be transparent. That's the setting I have it at. It's actually it can squash too. So, so it can do
0: both just in a small little form vector.
1: Yeah, it's great. Like I said, if if I really were going to uh endorse or I guess I would be endorsed, right? Is that how it works? Are you, would you be will you endorse oh, you're endorsing one them yeah. you now? You're like, I yeah, like anyway, this one. Fairfield. Cool. Whatever. Either way, said. I like it. It's cool. <laughs> that crazy Canuck.
2: No, I think they have a cool look on their uh, actual pedal. Everything's stamped, which is really cool.
1: Mm-hmm. They're yeah. all stainless. I mean, they're all the they're steel, aluminum, aluminum yeah. steel, whatever. Yeah. I don't know and the they difference.
2: A, they either have a machine that does it, or they have a guy like he pulls out a little tap and goes, or a little like die and goes, bang. What's the next one? On, I'm just doing Fairfield here. All right. A. don, Okay. Oh, I spelled that one wrong. Throw like, that one away. Huh,
1: next one, <laughs> dude. I'll take some of the cast offs yeah. then. <laughs> It'd be a far some feel. crazy stuff,
2: don't they? The, they r- do. The, yeah. Was it
1: Randy's revenge Randy's revenge? That's the one. Ring mod. Yeah. yeah. We were in the parking lot outside Earthling talking with Eric about that. Um, because we were. What was that? What was the ring modulator I brought over? The, Mxr it was Dunlop. The,
0: it was a Dun. It was the way huge, way r- huge ring same, ringworm
1: ringworm. And I I flippantly said ringworm is like a toy compared to the Mogafoger, the 102 ring modulator, MF 102, and the Randy's Revenge ring mod. And it kind of is, but it's I did it's really good too. But those the Randy's Revenge ring modulator it doesn't have a wide of a as wide of a sweep as the the Mog ring modulator, but it's it it sounds yeah it sounds so good.
0: And Then you also were had uh. Is the uh, Lone Wolf what it was? You had that yeah. one. Yeah, it's your. Uh, it's like an HM2 pedal. Yep, and like surprisingly, that sounds great on bass.
1: <laughs> oh, it sounds so good. Yeah, I was shopping for HM2s recently. I don't know why. You know, I think me and Kyle maybe were talking about the MT2. Yep, a few months ago, and I went, wait a minute, that's like the shitty little brother to the HM2. Yeah, yeah. so. I want to get an HM2 just to see because it's got the the two band EQ, mm-hmm. the low and the high. Maybe I'll boost the low a little bit and and see what it does. And when I was shopping, I found several clones, or they're not really clones, they're basically circuits that are based on the HM2. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't remember the other one. I think a Walrus the Red is is also an HM2 clone.
1: This one was like a uh, this was like out of the United States, some okay, other yeah, some yeah. other country. That it came from I don't know But then the The Lone Wolf Audio Came up The The Left Hand Wrath That's Is what it it's yeah, called yeah. And I was able to Get a guy to sell one to me For 150 bucks Yeah Which Those things go for like 300 Do they? Or like they go for like two, I think 250 Two something, something like no, Yeah no. He had it listed for maybe 180 I think and, new is 300 Yeah Oh I, I know I, I I go on tangents It's the way my brain works But Uh so you guys are talking about, hey, was it what is it? Wiggle? Is there any, is there is there any, any, movement. any it's movement? Is movement? Yeah. Is there any movement? Okay, so I have That's all these Michael Newman's thing. Wiggle Michael, room and you move around. Wiggle room. <laughs> you guys know I have a bunch of certifications in um neuro linguistic programming. Oh there you okay. go. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the things that I like to use when I negotiate is I say, Would you be willing to and then whatever? Yeah. Because it's it's uh giving them it's giving them permission to be able to move around yeah. on something. Would you be willing? And, and and then when you do it in writing, it doesn't come across the same as when you do it in person. Because in person, you could point at somebody and you can you, know, you can do hand gestures and stuff. But would you be willing to accept? And that you know, one hundred fifty dollars yeah, yeah. when it's at one hundred eighty. Nine times out of ten, they are willing, and yeah. they'll go, yeah, sure. Great, awesome, and I and I always reply back reply back super positive. Say, oh, thank you so much! I'm really excited about this pedal. I, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for for bringing the price down. Yeah, I'm gonna use this on yeah, a. Yeah, I, usually, record I and, usually
2: say that like, thanks for working with me on the price. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. usually say that usually.
1: I often respond with like I'll send a I'll send a link to a track that I recorded with the item too. Yeah, and then people are like, that's oh, that's overboard. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> overboard. But I but, usually
2: just send them a lock of my beard.
1: Oh, yeah. I I sent him a lock of the crotch beard.
0: Okay. So um, after that one, uh, you have uh, what the, you you brought a DD3 to kind of make some noise, or which one was that? DD6. DD6. Oh, shit. Okay.
1: Okay. So my chain, my signal chain was the um, Hotone, hot one, um, tuner, the little baby one, into the Fairfield circuitry accountant compressor. That went into the Lone Wolf Audio, left hand wrath. I had it on the no-diode setting because uh, it has silicone, no-diode, and germanium. Yeah. Then that went into a DD6, Boss DD6. And there's a trick where if you put it on the warp setting, which is all the way counterclockwise, and you turn the effect level all the way off, yeah. you can play through it, and it doesn't affect your tone. Well, it doesn't affect it too much. Yeah. But um, I'm pretty sure it has an input buffer in there. And it's tracking what you're playing the whole time, so if you turn up the feedback to where it's just counterclockwise of where it self oscillates, then you can get you can play, 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 and then switch it on, and it'll catch a little bit of a loop, and and you can play, 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 and it doesn't it doesn't delay, it doesn't do anything to your tone, and then you hold it, and it'll catch whatever you played previously and cycle it. You know, it'll yeah, feed yeah. it back. And, oh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's a trick that not a lot of people know about the DD. There's several of the DDs that do this. I think the three and the six. Yeah. And it's kind of a trick I learned from the Nick Reinhardt guy from um, Terramelos. Yeah, yeah. He uses a DD3 and he does hold. There's mm-hmm. another setting called hold and he'll hit it real quick. And it's like the electroharmonics freeze. It'll capture whatever you played real quick, and it'll you know like do a stuttery yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. glitchy version of what you played. But on the DD six, it has the warp setting, and so on the track that we recorded, I, I you know play the part, and then there's a little section where it was just drums and nothing else. Yeah, so I popped yeah. the DD six on, and it it took the last several notes that I was doing and sort of did put them in like a weird feedback loop and overdrew, uh, did a little bit of overdrive on them. And just, wow, 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 wow. And you wow. had that
0: going with the Rocious moth.
1: Yeah, that went into the fuzzrocious moth, and I had the hex circuit on. And somehow I had it programmed to a, a specific note that yeah. went with that that, that, that song, song yeah. on accident. <laughs> you know, one of those happy accidents. We have a lot of those in the studio. And, uh, yeah, So so... So it's kind of a noisy band, and and that fit perfectly. And when I listened back to the audio, was wow! How how did I? That was just a super happy accident that sounds brilliant in that part. Yeah,
0: it, yeah, it was cool. There's parts like where there's like breaks or whatever, and then like you and Eric are both doing noise parts, whereas the maybe rhythm guitarist and drummer are going. It's like oh, and then you come back in with the main riff, and it was it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool to watch you guys like yeah,
2: figure it, was, it out. I, I really up. enjoyed it. I. Like I heard you know, we heard the song like a million times there. All <laughs> right. But I've I've listened to the actual track that you've that you've given me. And I'm like, dang, I really like this song. <laughs> I really good. do. It's yeah, good.
1: I like it too. I like all the stuff we've done. It, I you guys happen to have come into a session that for me was the most frustrating. Mm-hmm. And me and Mike Camus, who owns Earthling and he's our drummer, uh we were really frustrated with that track. The song is a, a minute and 36 seconds long, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. And so the deal is the rhythm guitar guy, he comes in with a skeleton and we he he shows it to us. And you guys saw this whole process. I wanted you guys to be there so you see the process. Because it to me, it's fresh and new. If it's not new, it's not fresh. Other people have done it, but it's not a regular way of doing it. Yeah. A lot of people come into the studio because they go, oh, we're burning money, burning time. Uh, they have their songs fleshed out. We don't, I mean, basically Tim is like the Montechewan spacecraft with the Lilu Dallas arm, and then we fill in the flesh <laughs> of the naked Miliovic, which is beautiful, gorgeous, naked, Lilu Dallas, Corbin Dallas. Yeah, Lilu Dallas, multi-pass. That's us. That's what we do. Yeah, that's no. me. Yeah. yeah, I am that beautiful redheaded naked woman.
0: <laughs> He's got clothes on today, everybody. That's, but yeah, For now. so yeah, so it it's pretty cool uh, process. And um, would you mind if we played a track? That'd be awesome. So you guys will hear that track right about now. we Uh, so, we actually had a call out for some uh, questions and topics from the Facebook group, and we had a good amount of them. So, do you want to just uh, chip away at some of these, Johnny?
1: Okay. Uh,
0: <laughs> so, uh, we'll go to the f- uh, first one I have here uh, from Jason Fuzzmonger. He has a uh, favorite traditional breakfast foods to eat when it's not breakfast time, and what beverages pair well with it? Who goes first? Um, guess goes first. Guess goes first. Okay. <laughs> well, these we're technically for you,
1: yeah. but we're just going to chime oh. in with our wow. answers at the end. I feel special.
0: I
2: don't.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't tell you what kind of special. Uh, my mom's French toast is some of the best French toast I've ever had. Yeah. So anytime, day or night, we usually only get to have it on Christmas Day. Hmm. But that French toast. Is phenomenal. You can you could eat it for lunch or dinner. I could eat it for breakfast, lunch, dinner. I could eat it year round and not be tired of it. It's super eggy. I don't know. I mean, some people yeah. some people don't like eggs, but it is really eggy, and that's what the brilliance of it is. I love
2: eggs, man, yeah. from yeah. my head down to my legs.
1: My brother is a, a chef, and he was trained by a a French master chef. So the kid is brilliant with food. Yeah, he can't even touch my mom's French toast. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a not like mom makes. Yeah, no, it's the one thing. My mom makes one good, a couple good things, but that's the best is her French toast. Well, what what are
0: you what are you drinking with
1: it when you do? Uh, let's see. What are we drinking? Wilson <laughs> Creek Almond Sparkling Wine made from wine. What does that say? Uh, wine grapes with natural flavor added. So yeah, so, uh, so
0: some of that with maybe a, spli- a splash but, of orange juice.
1: Yeah, like a mimosa. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, brilliant.
2: What about you, Kyle? I like your traditional shit. That's gonna be eggs, bacon, and yeah. some type of bread. But I love hash browns. You like hash browns? Mm. I love hash browns.
1: Cinnamon rolls. Yeah, so, uh, but, but
2: see that that's something you can have any time of the day.
1: Uh, okay, Three I got four in the morning.
2: Just crack open. I some got out, coming off of a whiskey binge. You're like, Ooh. you know what? I want some of these cinnamon rolls. Oh, I got to yeah.
1: tell you. So, all right, my dad's birthday was on Sunday. Yeah. And he's not a he's kind of a no-frills guy. So, I ran over to Cinnabon real quick and bought one a tray of fresh <laughs> cinnamon rolls and and then came home and put a candle in it. We lit the candle saying happy birthday. I think he was. His face was so lit up. He's Fucking like, cinnamon rolls That's my birthday cake. Holy shit, dude! Can I turn fifty eight every year? Yeah. That's
2: pretty sick, actually. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: dude. I'm a good son. <laughs> Damn good son. Yeah. So
2: just the standard breakfast. What, what, what I guess. would you What would you drink with that? Um. Ooh.
0: Doesn't so it's not technically breakfast. Yeah, it's not breakfast. But, yeah,
2: so. but I think I'd still have to go with like. An orange juice based uh, beverage, or like a breakfast beverage with a little bit of uh, maybe. You, you Okay, hold on. So you go orange juice with 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 some vodka, or even maybe like an Irish coffee. Get a
0: screwdriver.
1: <laughs> you said you weren't gonna do it. Or
2: or or Irish coffee. Irish, so you,
1: what's an Irish coffee? Just with uh, just whiskey.
2: It, yeah, Oof. coffee and whiskey. I would. Let's see.
1: What, dude? His name is McIntyre. My last name is Reynolds. You can't talk shit about No, Irish. I'm like, I've this never is had a This sure. over here. I'm, Nick dude. Gower. <laughs> I, yeah, I've never had it.
0: But no, there was the one time when we were like at early flight. I think we were like, it was like 6 a.m. <laughs> Kyle and our buddy uh, Train. We were like, okay, cool. We were like, well, we have like some time to kill. Let's just go to the bar. It's called Sky Bar. <laughs> Sky Bar. And so like they ordered like these like cocktails. Cause they're, like, oh, let's get breakfast type cocktails. Like Irish, like whatever. Theirs sucked. And I was like, just give me a beer. And they're like, oh, beer at six? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it was like the best one. Everybody's like, they had the shit, shit cocktails. And I'm like, no. this kind of sucks.
2: And I was Maya like, Mine oh. was not, not shit. The second one was shit because she, she must have been stupid. She made my first drink oh, correctly, that... and my second <laughs> drink not even close to what I made. I, I anyway. So All right. enough about me, Brian. What what would you eat with that? Well, beer? okay. So <laughs> you, in, you... in
1: fairness, it's Bailey's. In yes. Coffee. Okay. Yeah. It's not just straight whiskey. It's but Bailey's.
2: She, she still messed it up. She, it was God, not even close way to what I fuck
1: it all up. Oh, it was still terrible. coffee, but
2: it was not whiskey or anything in there. She
1: may as well have just gone to the toilet and put some toilet water. <laughs> she in your may glass. She may have scoops she it up. She might have. Yep.
2: Like, oh, this one has been running in a couple days. Let's just uh... Yeah, uh,
0: it's the, the toilet's been running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's uh, it's. I don't know. I, I'm like eggs. Sausage, so just kind of like I want to say breakfast burrito, but is that traditional? Ah, oh, no, that's delicious though. No, I,
1: you know what, like, like I, I, I'll,
0: I'm okay. a, I'll break the rules. Uh, uh Breakfast burrito and then a beer, boom, done. Yeah, I'm breakfast envious. burrito and a beer. Yeah. Oh man, that's, dude, that's like perfect.
1: Yeah, you know what? Any listener that is not from San Diego doesn't get that one though. Breakfast burrito, breakfast. Look burrito? it up. Like, seriously, <laughs> if you're not from San Diego, you don't know a good breakfast burrito. A breakfast burrito, potatoes. Yeah. You know, home fries. Other yeah. places, I did the air quotes so you you can hear yeah. it. Uh, some sort of pork, mm-hmm. either ham, bacon, which is the best, or bacon. sausage. Yeah. Eggs, cheese. Yeah, and then you get a good salsa, like a red salsa. Mm-hmm. You like yeah. the not too spicy. You could do a sa- sour smoky. cream in there too.
0: It'd be good. Uh,
1: I don't do sour cream, what? but sometimes you're, you're, sometimes you're allowed to. Uh, I'll. We gotta you gotta fill it up. This one is admissible in court.
0: All right, uh, let's move it on. We have way more questions to bang through. Uh, we have a uh, favorite Bill Murray movie.
1: Oh, is the guest still first? Yeah,
0: still, let's, we'll go the same. What,
1: what did I say? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> um, Life Aquatic, Steve Zissou. Only because the one, <laughs> the one line, I don't care if people get offended, the one line Bill Murray says, is uh, Owen Wilson goes, but she's pregnant. And Bill Murray says bulldogs can get pregnant.
0: <laughs>
2: I haven't seen it. He's in like every Wes Anderson movie, like ever. You, you're, you watch the movie to see where Bill Murray is because he won't be. In, much. He'll be like the last thirty minutes And some of them. You're like, "Where's Bill Murray?" And then you're
1: like, "Oh, there he is! <laughs> there he is!" <laughs> Groundhog Day is the second oh, for me. Man. Groundhog so Day is so good. So good. And Annie McDowell was so hot. (laughs) (laughs) uh, What about you, Kyle?
2: There's so many good movies, but I'm probably going to have to
0: say Stripes. Yeah. Because I saw it recently. That's a good one. <laughs> I just saw it recently. I'm going to go with the one I saw recently, Ghostbusters. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ghostbusters one. <laughs> it's like, It's still pretty good. It's like, oh. That's like not even fair. You can't even put that one in. It's,
2: it's like, oh. Yeah, it, you gotta pick another one. It's true. What's this, your second? This
0: man has no dick. <laughs> 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 all right. Um, this is this one for all of us. So uh, if you could pick just one superpower, what would it be and why?
1: Oh, shit. Can I go last? Okay, I didn't think about this one.
0: <sighs> I didn't think about this either. Right. Do you have one, Brian? Lined up? Um, I would think flying would be really tight. That or like super speed, just to be able to run places, save so much on gas.
1: Yeah. Well, so, all right, we're friends, <laughs> so it would be like the Justice League super friends kind of deal. Yeah. So we could, we could, I yeah. you could fly oh. and run fast.
0: Yeah, either one. Fuck it, we're
1: doing two. Okay. You you get to Boom. pick. Yeah, there you go. You wake up in the morning, you go, uh, I want to fly. Eh, I want to run Take that fast. box yeah. today.
0: You can only do one every day or okay. it's a reset.
1: <laughs> okay. So mine would be super healing.
0: Oh. Yeah, I, would, be...
1: he, I would heal. Like Wolverine or, or one of those kind of like guys. Like Deadpool or something. Like yeah. Deadpool, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, at that point, you're kind of indestructible. Yeah. And I'm going to, you know, I do some fucked up stuff. I would push the boundaries every day (laughs) more than I already do.
0: All right, Kyle. Well, like,
2: you know, the tin man wanted a brain, so I'd want to be really smart, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is the lamest one. I want to be smart.
2: Only stupid know. people want to be smart. Man, I don't really have a good one. I mean, there's so many things I want to do. You're like, I want to say super strength, but I'm already pretty strong. I'm already, so like, like <laughs> fucking ripped.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm 20 cut. foot 7, 400 pounds, gonna fucking bench three of your mothers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that's a double, dig because your mama's fat. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to... Uh, I don't get one. That was that's a shit cool. segue. Oh, we're dumb. Um, so Nicholas Gatlin, a yeah. uh, new member to the group said, uh, what Gatlin gun? Um, yeah. What would a recommended guitar learning tool be for you? Guitar pro Justin guitar, Rocksmith, which of these outlets is trash and which would you wish you had when you were learning? So back in the day, like it's, it's been a while for all of us. So yeah. like maybe like how you, we all learned, like, is there anything that like could have been helpful like from now like, that we didn't have back then. For me, um, I'll just jump into it. Like, Justin Guitar on YouTube. he's He has a website with tons of, like, great lessons, and it's all his lessons are on YouTube. They're all free. You can donate to him if you want. You can donate and get, like, you know, his jam-along tracks, like the ones that are in the YouTube. And I'm like, but he just teaches you, like, about scales. He teaches you about theory. He teaches you licks. He teaches you, like... Like from the basics to like, I may, you know, I've been at guitar for a while now and I was able to pick apart and like, okay, I kind of want to learn how to do like some bluesy rock, like lead licks. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing because I've been playing punk and pop punk for so long that I've never really had to like learn that. And then just from watching his YouTube videos, I'm like, admittedly, like I was doing things so wrong for years. Like, say for bends, I was using my fingers, I wasn't using my arm. Like, your wrist, like, you keep your fingers, like, uh, solid, and you move your wrist to do bends, because it's way easier to bend strings with your arm than with your finger, and I was like, it was like an oh my god moment, I'm like, just, like, having that, I would have, you know, (laughs) I never had YouTube when I was, like, 14 years old, 15 years old, I'm like, fuck, if I would have, like, had the gumption to do that, like, like, and, like, take lessons like because I initially took lessons for bass and it was cool to get me up and running and learning how to do stuff but I'm like I never you know went further for guitar and then as far as like I took singing lessons and that helped out so much so I'm like think of like nowadays I'm like I think there's other things like you know music is win. you can get things on like other different like you know pay like per lesson kind of like you know plans and stuff like that I'm like that's pretty cool that's all just you can get on your phone you can watch it on your computer I'm like I'm sure there's other ones that I'm not even aware of, but I'm like, those type of, like, video lessons would have been great to have. Some of those are free. Like, the barrier to entry is zero. Basically, just have a computer with internet access. I'm like, I never had those back in the day. I'm like, I could imagine, like, I'm, I don't can't speak to Guitar Pro. I don't know what that is. Or Rocksmith is that video game, I think. Yeah, I think so. I, never I don't know anything played it. about
1: it. I posted a video on Facebook yesterday of these like Russian girls playing an Iron Maiden song, yeah. I think, maybe.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, an Iron Maiden. But maybe that was like a Guitar Hero or- Yeah, Rocksmith. I, I or really don't know much about those, but so I- G-
2: Guitar Hero is basically like, you have like five buttons and you hit the- But I think Rocksmith, you actually plug a guitar in.
1: Oh, she was playing a regular guitar. Okay. Yeah. Dude, she was fucking killing it on this Iron Maiden song. Yeah. Uh, Painkiller. hmm Yeah, it was- she was wailing on it, and her little sister had like one of those uh, f- pool noodles, and she yeah. was pretending to be Rob Halford yeah, and yeah. singing into it. It was—it's a good video. <laughs> um, I think um, I really like Scott's bass lessons yeah. on YouTube. I subscribe, but um, I've never—I've never delved into the bass lessons. Mm-hmm. I just watch his fluff pieces on why you should play five string why five string is stupid you know I I yeah like wish... the,
0: the, the, some of the like vloggy type videos
1: yeah I'm on the five string is stupid camp but whatever yeah
0: <laughs> all right
1: I like you <laughs> now actually but we can be friends again yeah but, but uh yeah I think um if I had something like that available to me I might be further along and better at what I do mm-hmm. now because I would have gotten a real quick clean start. Everything I know and do, I learned and taught myself. Yeah. You know, once the internet came around and I could watch some stuff, you know, there was some- Like, I, I ain't watching some, base videos, dog. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it was some synthesis stuff. that happened there, <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. yeah. It was, um, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I, that's what I think of, like, I, th- I feel like there's so much more information out there that's readily available, and I think that's what's really cool, I'm like, all, all these things, feel like, you're going somewhere to, like, learn something, like, if somebody's, like, willing to, like, put videos out there of, like, teaching theory, that's such a huge deal. Because, like, that, like, you know, the kind of geekier side of music of, like, mm, this is what you do, and this is your fifth, and, I'm, like, that is really important. And it's – sometimes you can only really apply it when you're doing something with a band or writing something. But it's helpful to learn it. But to me, I'm, like, it was the technique. Like, because I've been playing, like – incorrectly for so long i'm now trying like incorrectly in quotes you know yeah and i'm like trying to thought about
1: that on the drive up sorry i gotta interrupt you i thought about it on the drive up there isn't really a correct or incorrect a right or wrong way to play an instrument unless it does damage to you physically yeah just play it however the fuck you want to play it. I mean, you put out the money to buy the instrument and put the strings on etc., et cetera, et cetera. Fucking play it however you want to play it. It's art. It's an expression of mm-hmm. yourself. Just fucking do it. If you sound stupid, well, you sound, stu- yeah. <laughs> you sound stupid, and that is subjective. But I don't know that there's a necessarily right or yeah. wrong way other than if you're going to cause yourself physical pain, you know, like carpal tunnel or repetitive stress, Mm. That's something you want to steer away from. Or if you're going to hurt
2: the song or, you know... Yeah, if you're going to hurt pr- the song. ...progression of someone else in the band or, you know, whatever. Or
1: if, you know, if you're going to be offensive and you're going to jeopardize the safe space, of course, you know. Yeah, yeah. You have to k- take that into consideration. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> but I've never played, you know... I've beat the fuck out of my bases over the years. You know, I've, like, I've taken my fist and I've pounded the the... The body, I've I've grabbed the the upper horn and the about at the nut, and I've bent it yeah, to where yeah, I thought to, I was gonna snap the neck off, and to get yeah you different know I've, sounds and stuff. I've played with I've done the like the back and forth uh, finger style like Getty Lee, yeah, where I got one on my fingertip and then the next uh, strum on my fingernail, yeah. You know it's a, you know none of those are necessarily correct or incorrect. One thing that I can say though is that when you're you know, when you're doing the claw, it's like a claw thing you do on fretting hand. Mm. If you can line up your index and thumb, usually you're not gonna do too much damage to your tendons and your left wrist. Mm. But other than that, fucking go go crazy.
0: Yeah, I think the idea of like like seeking out techniques and just different maybe even like yeah. exercises, it it'll open your mind and like for me, some like exercises I was doing. I'm like, I never like. It's all shit that we've done. We all know our scales and like mm-hmm. for or, you know, and we've like I've never thought of going from this note to that note. I'm like, what? I've like I've probably have done it, but I would never naturally go there. But some of these riffs would be like, oh, jump to there. I'm like, it kind of opens your mind to do something else.
1: Yeah, um, and for, and for that for that reason, listen to music you don't like. Yeah, I mean, really, if you don't like it, learn it. And if you still don't like it, well, at least you have that—you have that in your milieu. You know, you yeah, have that you, in your bag of in, tricks. In your, yeah,
0: it's always—it's always about the tricks. I think it's like for me, I'm like I can take a lot of out of these, you know, lessons and or you know, tools as like just learn your tricks and take the tricks that you want and throw them into your own technique and whatever. But yeah, it's like you said, i mean, do everything you want your way. Just make sure you don't hurt yourself while playing, because there's you know. You could, you know, do something fucked up and, like, maybe, like, bend your finger the wrong way or, like, really, like, learn a bad technique to, like, I don't know, what, carpal tunnel or something like that eventually over years. It's repetitive stress yeah. injury.
1: Yeah. And there's, you know, there's exercises you can do. There's, like, musician's yoga where you can stretch your, your tens and stuff. Chris Offold, who played in uh, Deadly Birds with me, he had a degree in jazz composition from Berkeley. And he was showing me all these different exercises he would do with his wrists and his fingers to keep himself limber before he played. So, you know, he he counteracted some of those things, but he also had a brilliant technique, Mm -hmm. even though he had silly hair. (laughs) I was about to say that.
0: (laughs) So is there anything else to say on that one? College? Do you really. have anything? To I mean, mean, I just,
2: I just play what I play. I don't really. I would like to learn more. You ever, stuff. Do you ever like? You ever feel the need to seek out any of that? No. When I, I'm like, oh, I want to learn something, I usually just jump on Xbox. <laughs> uh,
0: it's uh, all like, the learning. Like, you know what? I, I wish I did not. Or you know what? Part of me wishes I did have that Xbox back when I was learning guitar, because yeah. that way I could be way better Damn. at Xbox. But other part wishes, or glad I don't have that, because I would fucking suck more dick at guitar. Yeah, I'm
2: mm-hmm. not I'm not that good, just so you know, but I'm really good at Xbox. Uh, yeah, Whatever dude, you got on Xbox, I'm good. Well, you I could think, be you
1: pulling know, way more noobs, dude. You know, you just said <laughs> it. You, you didn't want to suck dick at guitar. It's better to suck dick at guitar than to suck dick at sucking dick. <laughs> I thought you had something to say there. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, let's move on to uh, Doug King, uh, nicest guy on the internet. He had a couple of them, but I wanted to pull uh, this one. He wanted to know, Johnny Ray, what is the favorite show that you have ever like played in or the favorite show that you've ever seen?
1: Dang, that's, that's a tough one. Favorite show I've ever played. I've played some really cool shows over the years, because if you think about it, you got to you got to pick your one. What's yeah, your one favorite? Because I've been playing shows now, It'll be coming up on twenty years, mm-hmm. probably soon. Oh, man,
0: we can give you a second. How about we'll we'll we'll, we'll slide in, Kyle? Do you have yeah. a favorite show that you've seen or played? Uh, played probably when we played with All Time Low. That was a lot of
2: fun. That was, was it? pretty sick. It, was, it sold out. Uh, How's the Blue Show? Yeah, that You was... know, just dropping that in there. Mm-hmm. Um I've been to uh, Riot Fest a long time ago, three, four years ago now.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, so you're doing both.
2: I'm doing both, yeah, okay. but really quick, so, you know, dropping them.
0: The right, Riot Fest, the whole thing?
2: Yeah, it was uh, three days. There, like, every day was good. It wasn't like, like oh, well, hated that band, hated all these bands. Like, oh, okay, well, that band wasn't that great, but, like, this band was good. You know, there's, like, 80 bands, so... Yeah.
0: I think for us, I'd probably, or for me, I'd probably say like our CD release show that we did for It's About Time back in 2008 was a lot of fun just because it was at Soma side stage. Yeah. We had a lot of people there for us and we knew that they were there for us because we already saw the numbers for the other bands. They did not do well. (laughs) And um, we had a lot of people there that were just waiting for us. And we closed out the show. We headlined. It was like a proper headline. We replayed like 45 minutes. We played the whole record pretty much and we like had sold it like- it was like you know one of those things where it's like oh your CD release, but it's technically has already been out for like a couple weeks, and people were like bought it on iTunes. People bought the physical ones prior, and they already knew the lyrics and sing along. And it was that one was the, probably the most fun. I doubt we played that well because I was not a good or I didn't play well because I wasn't a, as good of a guitar player as I have been. But I remember yeah, that were one. so stoked though, being just a lot of fun. It was like something because we kind of did a little more of a proper thing where it's like we just did not play shows for a good eight months leading up to it. Because it's like, okay, we were always like, play shows, play, 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 play. And then we stopped to record a record. And then we released it and people were like, I have not seen you guys in a long time. You guys always used to play. And so it's a, it's a thing where it's like you saturate your market. And then when you don't, people are like, oh, I want to see you. Now you have an album out. Oh, okay, cool. And it was kind of like, boom. So it's it was it's... It's been, yeah, about a decade since that. But I'm like, I remember that one was a lot of fun. We've played bigger shows, bigger bands and stuff like that, and opened up for uh, like bigger acts. But that was one that I met. remember being like, that was like our night. So, what about you, Johnny? Like ones that you've seen or you've been to?
1: Yeah, that's always a good strategy. You know, the holding back on playing shows for a while while you're working on something and you mm-hmm. come out with a whole bunch of new stuff. That's cool, too, when people sing along. You know a lot of the shows with uh, the band Deadly Birds were really fun. You guys went to a bunch of them because the crowd was always so into it.
0: Yeah, they were always ready for a party. Yeah,
1: they would sing along. I mean, it was a it was a bar band. It was a crowd-friendly band. So a lot of those shows were good, but I think one of my favorite shows and I think you guys were also at was St. Patrick's Day 2007 at soma Side Stage. I'm pretty sure it was sold out. Yeah. Not because of the other bands, but because of us, Atlas of Id. And we just, we outsold the other bands uh, just like three to one. Uh, That was a good show. I have a live recording of that too. Yeah. March 17, 2007. Yeah, I
0: remember that one. It was like heavy. You guys were like pounding pavement to like like promote it in like flyers and giving like really promoting it. I remember that one. Yeah, that's cool.
1: That ended up being the very last show I played with them too. Mm. I, I walked away after that.
0: Well, I mean, ended on a high note, I guess. Yeah,
1: I did. They. You George Costanza did that. Yeah, you, did. you ended it on a high note. Yeah. <laughs> well, and my favorite show I've ever been to is probably one of my first Warp tours, 1999. Yeah. Uh, at the Delmar Fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. Yeah, long time ago, I saw Ice T with Body Count. <laughs>
0: oh shit! Um, damn.
1: Yeah, it was fucking good, and. Um, uh, suicidal tendencies was i think maybe right after or right before them Eminem, you know oh, when he okay, did his yeah. uh slim shady record what my name is that guy yeah uh <laughs> he that he played that then <clears throat> and uh this buddy of mine actually threw a full Gatorade bottle at him <laughs> and, and i and i didn't i'm going to say it. i did not he did that ended up on mtv news <laughs> oh shit <laughs> him throwing there, I mean, I have other shows. Well, I was a stagehand when I was about 18 to 21, and I worked at the San Diego Sports Arena a lot. So I have some, some cool stories from from working those shows. So there were some cool shows in there too. But, um, yeah, I think Warp Tour 99 at Del Mar Fair in the little horse arena was pretty damn nice. cool. It was Dropkick Murphys and maybe No Use for a Name. Oh, nice, oh, yeah. A whole bunch of old school, like, fat records and epitaph bands. That was a good one. I had just graduated high school, yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was a good summer. So that and then wrap that up into with that summer. That was a good time.
0: Nice. So we had one um from Coach Schneider, uh friend of the podcast. He says, <laughs> hey. um, I'm writing a set for my new band and all I have is a drummer and me so far. Uh should I write the whole thirty to forty minute set and then uh bring in a bass player and say, Hey, here's the songs, learn them. Or muddle up a band practice now with, you know, bringing a new member in. So so far, I guess things are kind of going well with him and a drummer. He's on guitar and vocals. Should he say, "Hey, let's bring in another member now," or just learn, you know, get the whole set and get a new bass player
1: oh, to tried, get him I'm get I'm him show best. ready? Uh, yeah, he, I would, go, would, I go both ways on that one. Uh, do you want to be egomaniacal? and go, this is my show, these are my songs, learn yeah. my songs, which you totally can. I mean, you know, it's your vision, sure. Write them and send the tracks to the dude you want to come in, or or dudette, to uh play the bass and have them play it as it is, and I, I'd be happy to do it for you. I'll volunteer. Yeah. Or you have a guy come <laughs> there in. There you go.
0: <laughs> Throw your hat in the ring.
1: <laughs> but I'm a terrible <laughs> bass player. Uh I'm, so I'm
0: throwing my very stylish hat in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> my hipster hat.
1: The, or Yeah, man, I I go either way on it cuz then the other one is uh bring somebody in because when you have another, as long as they're capable. Okay, this is the caveat of the other way of bringing somebody in. They need to be capable and, and able to play their, they know their instrument and they can play and they know scales, they know what you're playing. They can they can jive with you. As, if that person comes in, you might get something you never thought possible. Out of it, yeah. Because it's like you guys all go to this place this mystical, magical ether of a place together, and bring and Jimmy, something, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> and bring something back that that you could not have produced on your own. That took this other person to be able to take it there with you. So, there, I mean, yeah, but only so, if they're capable.
0: Yeah, there's something to be said about co- you know collaborating with other humans, you know, on songs. But it's also still kind of cool if you're if you can do the whole track and everything by yourself, and then have other people in still performing live is a big fun it's a big fun part of it so it's kind of it can go either way i would say like but it's exactly what you said if you're having problems finding a bass player and you're like oh let's bring just some random dude let him borrow my bass and play the stuff then it's gonna sound like a random dude coming in and playing like especially if he's not capable of like playing with your band like oh yeah this song is an e like what God. God. Yeah, I, I th- bet
1: Co has a lot of good gear too. Oh, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know he's got that '60s EBO, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Hey, Co, I'll play that EBO. <laughs> yeah, I'll play that. You write the songs. I will write the songs. You be the Barry Manilow, or actually, the guy who wrote the songs for Barry Manilow, and I will play your EBO.
2: And you'll be Barry Manilow. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll be Barry Manilow on, on a bass. On bass. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: I. What I think is, is he's like in between phases. Like, yeah, it's either. You kind of start over. You have your you have your skeletons of songs. Yeah, and you kind of start back. Like okay, drummer kind of knows what's going on. Let's let's kind of see what the basis is going to do, or you write what you want and then just introduce a basis. I think he's kind of in between two two points right now.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at a point with uh, Justin Case where they wrote and recorded a whole record. Um, where I think Adam the guitar player just played all the bass parts and it's mm-hmm. it you know it's already out and everything like that and they but they just need a bass player to fill in for shows you know, well cause... you
1: know, okay, so now the other piece to this is you can I, one meaning me, maybe some other people I can tell when a guitar player wrote and or played the bass line. And I can tell when a dedicated bass player wrote and or played the bass line. They sound different. So that's another thing to take into consideration. Do you want it to be a guitar player wrote his guitar parts and a guitar player wrote the bass parts? Or do you want a dedicated bass player who comes at it from a different perspective to play and conceptualize? Because that's really what he's asking. He's asking, do I write it and do I come up with the concept and do I write the composition or do I let somebody else have their voice in it? Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, kind of what when I was getting up, you know, but never got there. <laughs> yeah. See, it takes, takes Johnny to bring it all back. Thanks, yeah, Dude, I'm a few yeah. drinks
1: deep, man. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's what will get you. Um, yeah, no, that, that's, that's a good one. So if you want to bring somebody else into the writing process, that's kind of where it all boils down boils down to. Because playing yeah. live, you'll be able to get a bass player to play live, because who a competent bass player will want to play a show, especially if it's like a you know, ha- like halfway decent show. I'm like, yeah. hell yeah! It's like I'll, I'll I like workers, being on yeah, stage. It's fun, and so but I'm like whether you want somebody to like help you write the songs, and sometimes that's not always the most fun part. Sometimes that can be pretty frustrating too if you can't like okay we can't get this part. It's like you know like you you were saying the other night. It's like okay you guys were. Trying to lock this part down, trying to lock in with what the rhythm guitar player was trying to trying to do in Modern Love, and you're like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it's still yeah. fun. So that's where the other part is.
1: Yeah, it's fun. Luckily, uh, so here's my trick in the studio when we're with Modern Love. I I have a headphone that has a coily cable, and the 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 cable out of my bass is coily, and I just kick them around a whole bunch when I'm feeling frustrated. Because oh. they bounce right back. <laughs> that's that's my trick. Coily cables, they bounce, and I can kind of whip them around. So that when I get frustrated, I can just whip the coily cable and go, all right, cool, back to business. Yeah, back to playing again. Yeah. Like I don't a, know if you guys noticed that. Should I give you like
2: a, squ- a squishy ball
0: or something? like. Yeah, a, yeah.
1: It's like my stress ball. Stress reliever? Yeah. yeah. So, and the
0: thing is, it's so... It can be stressful, but not like anything like too crazy. It's not like fucking work or anything, but it's still fun.
1: Yeah. And then
0: so it's like okay, you you can just add that other element of like somebody else could be like okay, I'm now I'm adding my feelings to the song. I'm adding this part to it. So I it's really not necessarily down to any performance or an instrument. It's really do you want to co- collaborate with somebody else?
1: So. Yeah, yeah. Do you want their flavor in, and in the recipe?
0: Honestly, like there's not really a definitive answer. I'm like, it's it's good both ways. So there's positives in either way. It's like it's, you, you know, simple bass tra- tracks that a guitar player can play. Like, they're like, oh, I just want to, like, get track this, you know, get my, the bass solid part down. Those sound fine. They're not, like, terrible. And then, but, you know, if you have a bass player, like, I've done that too where I've demo songs and I just, like, play a simple bass line and show it to Kyle and he's does something with a lot more groove to it. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that totally adds to a song, but it's not gonna, you know, make a song not be something. So if like I didn't have a bass player, I'm like, yeah, I could do my own thing. It's not gonna be as good. In this case, because Kyle's like you said, he's a competent bass player. Oh, thanks, and, guys.
1: Well, he sucks, oh, but <laughs> he he's been playing long enough that there's see, there's a thing. I can fake it, right? No, you have a voice. You make it. You have a voice. <laughs> and 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 people who just have just started playing you know they might technically be very proficient and they went to school and they can you know run circles you know do crazy arpeggiator arpeggiated riffs and stuff on a guitar or bass or do crazy drum fills but but it takes a while to develop your voice mm-hmm. as uh as an instrumentalist as an artist as a musician whatever it took me a very long time. It took me like ten years before I really figured out this is me through my hands through this instrument. I can play. You I mean you guys have seen me play? I can put whatever the fuck pedal, bass, amp, whatever down in front of me. It still sounds like me when I play. Yeah, yeah. So, so that, I I guess that's I mean that's kind of the crux of it is is do you want somebody else's voice? Okay. Yeah. You know and Kyle Kyle has a voice you can hear it when he's playing you can it, it's a it's a thing across all the songs and when he's playing live it's it sounds like Kyle and when you play it sounds like Brian because you've been playing and you put in the time you put in the effort and you know you on your instrument mm-hmm. you could probably play piano and it would sound like Brian even if you weren't technically proficient yeah you know so yeah, it's that's like a whole I mean, you could do like a, a whole 3 4 episodes on that, <laughs> you know, somebody's voice. It it does take a while. Like with opera, you know, they 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 say what is it like 10 years before they they go through college studying opera and all that before they find their voice, you know, before they're fully developed and yeah. everything. Yeah. I mean, I think uh I didn't really find my voice uh through my instrument until about Two thousand five, six, seven, somewhere somewhere in there I was like, okay, this is solid. And that's six, seven, eight years into playing. Really? Now I'm like the Pavarotti of bass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea Bocelli, thank yeah. you very much. Or whoever sang the song in Step Brothers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> whoever it was, I'm you. Yeah, I'm like, I'm that dude.
0: Boats and hoes. Yeah. So uh, Co, we kind of didn't answer it for you, but it's yeah, Sorry. so good luck. It's up to you. Uh, if you need a bass <laughs> yeah. player to fill in, uh, call got, Johnny. Well, you yeah, got, if
1: you need a bass player, there are three on this podcast yeah. right now. Yeah, you <laughs> can hit,
0: hit either, any of us up. We're in San Diego, you know, us. Yeah, just have some whiskey or beer for us, yeah, or mm-hmm. champagne, whatever. Yeah, or champagne, champagne yeah.
2: we're not uh discriminatory.
0: <laughs> well, I think we're gonna end it on that. Uh, thanks, Johnny. Thanks for stopping by again the, to, the, to the Tone Jerks uh, garage here. So, um, before we go, uh, I just want to say thank you all for tuning in to the show. And, um, you know, if you guys like the show, you guys can leave a review on iTunes. You guys, uh, hopefully five stars, but you guys can, uh, Say what you want to say about the podcast. Leave us a review, and apparently, you cannot say everything you want to say on those iTunes reviews because they will <laughs> yeah. flag some of those. Wait, oh, uh, really? R.J. Smith like really let us have it, and they blocked him.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. yeah, they left him. They let
2: him leave his five star review, but not what no, he they said. Yeah, he's really a lot yeah. of expletives.
0: Oh shit! <laughs> so, yeah, so be um, careful. I, drew,
1: I wrote dumb stuff. Yeah, but, yeah, but, but you, he, he I must have you gone. Dark. I gave you two reviews though. Like he went he went pretty oh, bad really? I think. <laughs> one was written, one was just stars. Okay. One was like 0 out of 10 stars, yeah, would not yeah, bang. Yeah, yeah. But it was actually <laughs> 5 stars. Yeah, but
0: his his like a lot of four letter words, a lot of stuff like that. So like you you, you cannot curse like apparently. So <laughs>
1: we and we should have uh, I'm interrupting again, making the podcast longer. We should have RJ and me cuz he's cool. Yeah. RJ and me on the same You guys episode. just have... You
2: should just do the podcast when both of us are on and vacation. Then we, we,
1: we are. <laughs> well, yeah. Kyle's going on vacation. We can make that happen. Where but are you going to go?
0: <laughs> He's going... Yeah. No, gonna... but
1: where are you going to go, Brian? Uh, I'm
0: not I'll going anywhere. I'll send him off somewhere. Yeah. It's going to do a staycation. A, a staycation. I'll set up the Zoom and just go to the bar. And you guys yeah. do
1: podcast. <laughs> we should just do an on location at a bar.
0: I As an audio, I'm like... Like, have to edit the podcast? No. But uh, I like the idea. I like the idea, though. Uh, do you want to read the, the review, Kyle, or do you want me to do it? Because you uh, do not have it pulled up. I, I don't have it pulled up yet. You're like straight Man I, tries to read from the phone.
1: I'm down. I can read it. Where is it at?
0: All right. F- magically, I have it up
2: here. All right. So it's uh, titled The Bearded One and The Other One. <laughs> Who's it, it from? This is from Tina Tina Bina. This is a five-star review, so. There you go. We're already off to a good start here. It says, great cast, bros. Great cast. <laughs> that's it. That's it. But that's all you need, I guess. Yeah. That's
1: so, pretty good. I'm like, I, I, don't, good. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Who? Who is it? Tina Tina, Tina, Tina
0: Bina. I don't know Tina, Tina
1: Tina Bina? Are they, um. Or Bina, Tina,
0: Christina, or maybe it's a Christina. I don't know who it is, but.
1: Are they fans of, like. Bob's Burgers or something?
0: Maybe. Could be. Maybe. Yeah? But,
1: yeah, I mean, thank you for the review. And Is that uh, the only one?
0: That's the only new that's one. That's the only new one, yeah. Oh, and then, uh if you guys really like the show, you guys can help support us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. And if you guys double down $2 a month, 2 bucks, bro, uh, you guys get an extra episode every week. And uh, we are getting... You know more beers into Johnny, and we're going to record a super special episode for you guys. So we just wanted to thank all the people who have supported us on Patreon. Quickly, we're just going to give you guys a sh- quick shout out. So we have Co and Paul from the Flippin' and Flippers podcast. We have Michael Newman. We have Abe Newman. We have Doug Gan. We have Jamie Davis. We have Jason Fuzzmonger. We have Fat Foot Effects. We have RJ from Talks YouTube channel. We have Like My Pedals. We have Bruce Banana. We
2: have, That's it.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jim Bowers. Will Lehue. We have Pelican Noiseworks Leon. Oh, we have Doug Crist. We have G- Mr. Johnny Ray. In that's the fl- me. That's me. That's me <laughs> in the flesh here, and we have a new one. We have Mr. Andrew Walsh. That is uh, that's a
1: Canadian dude. Yeah, yeah. We have, he's we, in. Uh, I like that guy. He says I'm Dartmouth.
2: Funny. I think he's in Dartmouth, right? Yeah, uh, Nova Scotia area. Nova yeah. Scotia. Yeah,
1: a lot of Irish. Are there? <laughs>
0: I don't know man I'm just just talking shit shit. (laughs) it's a question (laughs) fuck you guys (laughs) Uh, so we uh, we just want to thank you guys thank you guys for tuning in thank you so much we We had a lot of fun we're going to have more fun on the Patreon you guys should join us we love you we will see you next time bye bye